Let us pray. Oh God, you are love, and you commanded us to love. You first loved us, and in you, we have come to know and experience perfect love. Breathe your life energy and your love to us and to this broken world so that we, in turn, can turn to one another with compassion. Amen. Today's reading is from 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 12. <clears throat> Beloved, let us love one another, because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his Son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be atoning sacrifice for our sins. Since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us and his love is perfected in us. Here ends the reading. Good morning. I believe I know most of you, but for those of you I don't know, my name is Ryan Curley. I work in the Office of the President, and I've been here at Cal Lutheran for five years, and I'm honored to be up here today. And just a little side note, I counted in that scripture, and if I got it right, love was said 12 times. Can you imagine if we were all told we were loved 12 times before we started our day, how it might be just a little bit different? Just a thought. God is love. Simple pure, and perfect. God is love. The world is a complicated place these days. Maybe it's always been this way, but we see it more in real time, so it's part of our daily consciousness. Gun violence, an election season no one could have ever imagined, and the refugee crisis. There's so much anger and hate and sadness and fear in the world today. Where do we even begin? Don't worry, I'm not going to be all doom and gloom for this chapel service. But I do think that these issues are weighing heavy on many of our hearts, and it's really hard to know what to do about it. God is love. One of my favorite bloggers is Glennon Doyle Melton, and her blog is called Momastery. She struggled with an eating disorder and alcoholism for 20 years and discovered on Mother's Day in 2002 that she was pregnant with her first child, while recovering from a hangover, unwed, and addicted. As she put it, she decided in that moment that she wanted to be something other than numb. But oftentimes I find myself striving for numb when I watch the news, and I know that's not what God calls of me. The reason I find Glennon's story so inspiring is in her imperfection, and how that imperfection led her to find God's never-failing love for her. It gave me hope that I didn't have to check all the boxes on the unofficial Catholic guides to being a good Catholic, by that I mean Mass every Sunday and other holy days of obligation, receiving the sacraments in orderly fashion, and genuflecting at all the right times. You see, my faith journey up to that point had me thinking that I just wasn't doing it right. Don't get me wrong, I have a deep love and appreciation for my Catholic upbringing and the beauty of the Catholic Mass. 
And I gotta say, I felt just like Maria Von Trapp on my wedding day with my cathedral-length veil at the San Buenaventura Mission. You see, Glennon's words were honest and brutal and filled with love, and I just never knew that faith could look like that. In one post, she writes a letter to her son Chase about the beginning of the school year and how he's called to love his peers. She writes, Baby, if you see a child being left out or hurt or teased, and a part of your heart will hurt a little, your daddy and I want you to trust that heartache. Your whole life, we want you to notice and trust your heartache. That heartache is called compassion, and it's God's signal to you to do something. It's God saying, Chase, wake up. One of my babies is hurting. Do something to help. Whenever you feel compassion, be thrilled. It means God is speaking to you, and that is magic. It means he trusts you, and he needs you. Such powerful but simple words. God is speaking to us, he trusts us, and he needs us. My heart is hurting for so many, but what is God calling me to do? I've thought about this a lot lately, and I think for me it begins with my kids, Vivian and Jack. You may hear them screaming through the Pedersen administration building from time to time when they come to visit. The other day I asked Vivian, what's the most important thing in the whole wide world? And she looked at me with a puzzled expression and said, I don't know, Mommy. I told her, love. When you're talking to a five-year-old about big picture stuff, it's really best to keep it simple <laughs> for fear of the laundry list of follow-up questions you're going to get. So we just talked about how everyone in the world just wants to feel loved the same way that she loves her favorite lamb chop doll. And if you ever see the doll, you will know it is well loved. It was a simple start to a lifelong conversation I hope we'll have about our values and how God has called us to love. To love when it's easy and warm and natural. To love when it's hard and there's anger and sadness. To love when you fight the urge to turn away and head in the other direction and to love those that often seem the most unlovable, because God is love. So in the wise words of Bert Bacharach, what the world needs now is love, sweet love, not just for some, but for everyone. Now, you may have noticed that I've yet to reference our chapel theme of footsteps, but I'll be honest, what I always come back to when thinking about that is the poem Footprints by Margaret Fishback Powers. Most of us have probably seen it on a plaque with an image of the beach and some footprints in the sand, and it may seem just a little bit corny, but I've always loved it. I love it because it reminds me of the comfort I have in knowing God is with me through the best of times and the worst of times. We're never alone in this journey, and I'm so grateful for the peace and comfort that brings me. And if you'll humor me for a moment, I'd like to close with it. One night, I dreamed a dream. I was walking along the beach with my Lord. Across the dark sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to me and one to my Lord. When the last scene of my life shot before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. There was only one set of footprints. I realized that that was at the lowest and saddest times in my life. This always bothered me, and I questioned the Lord about my dilemma. Lord, you told me when I decided to follow you, you would walk and talk with me all the way. But I'm aware that during the most troublesome times in my life, there's only one set of footprints. I just don't understand why when I need you most, you leave me. He whispered, my precious child, I love you and I will never leave you. Never, ever. During your trials and testings, when you saw only one set of footprints, 
It was then that I carried you. Thank you. Confident in God's love for all creation, we offer prayers for ourselves, the world, and all people in need. For plants and animals, for clean water and air, for favorable weather, and for the whole of creation, that you guide us to serve as good stewards of the earth, let us pray. Have mercy, O God. For judges, lawyers, and all court officials, for the leaders of government, and for all who seek justice in this world, that all be treated with fairness and equity. Let us pray. Have mercy, O God. For those who are poor, hungry, bereaved, distressed, and sick, and for all those who provide care and comfort, that all may find assurance of God's unending love for them. Let us pray. Have mercy, O God. For those who yearn for meaning and community with others, for those who will soon transition into this community, for those that have recently left this community, let us pray. Have mercy, O oh God. Friends, for what else do we pray this day? Into your hands, loving God, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your generosity and grace. God is blessing your feet so that you may love others deeply enough to know their true need. God is blessing your feet, that you may run to those who need you. God is blessing your feet, so that you may know that your entire life and body are about the task of serving. In the name of God, be blessed. Amen.